Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Hi and welcome back to Get Fit Guy. This is Kevin Dunn and this week we're going to talk about circulation and training. Circulation is what gets blood, oxygen and nutrients throughout your body and removes waste. And as we age, it's almost unavoidable that your circulation is going to be impacted in a negative way. This happens both in terms of the circulatory system, which is your heart, blood vessels and the blood itself, and your lymphatic system, which consists of lymphatic vessels, organs, nodes, and lymphatic fluid. Now, as we age, the body undergoes various changes to these systems, which include, but are not limited to, downgrading of the receptors. And what that means is it's harder for your blood pressure to be sensed and therefore regulated. Your blood vessels thicken, become stiffer, affecting the blood flow. There's a total volume reduction in the water in your body. So again, we see an impact on your circulation because there's less water to be moved around in your body. There's a slower replenishment of red blood cells, decrease in the number of lymphatic cells and muscles, and shrinking of the lymph nodes. Now, whilst I'm still young, I'm still very interested in what I can do right now that mitigates future decline. So I understand that eventually entropy gets us all. There are things that we can do now that will help us resist. A little story for you. So back in 2012, I was having these episodes of lightheadedness, and it was almost always when I was at the grocery store and when I was standing in line. So I decided to go see the doctor. Eventually, I was referred to see a vascular specialist, and they did an ultrasound on the veins in my legs. And this is the first time I'd ever really heard that the heart wasn't the only thing that was moving blood around the body. I think it's normal for us to think your heart pumps and then blood fires all the way around the system. Well, according to this doctor, several of the valves in the veins in my legs had degraded. He was reckoning it was from being repeatedly kicked in the legs, doing martial arts, and the blood was now pooling in my legs. So the reason I wasn't getting this issue when I was training or coaching was because at those times I was moving around. So my muscles in my leg were contracting and that was pushing the blood around, not allowing it to collect. But when standing in line at the grocery store, I was standing doing nothing and the muscles weren't assisting in pushing the blood back up. The valves had degraded 
So there was nothing stopping the blood from backflowing down into my legs. Amazing. So first of all, I did have some leg surgery to address this issue. But secondly, I retired from competing in martial arts. So I wasn't getting kicked in the legs. And I decided that I would work further on developing the musculature in my legs to support the circulatory system. So blood flow is incredibly important. For my own clients, there's at least one day a week where the goal is only to move blood. Now, if you're coming back from injuries, you're recovering from training, you just want to be healthy, improving your circulation has got to be the name of the game. Now, especially when we're talking about circulation and blood flow, people think about aerobic activity, and they would be right. Aerobic activity will increase your heart rate, and that enhances blood flow. Furthermore, if you can avoid being one of those weird mouth breathers, there are great benefits to nasal breathing. Nasal breathing only releases nitric oxide, which is a compound that dilates blood vessels and improves blood flow. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But could it be that there's a role for resistance training on top of aerobic work for improving circulation? Well, my story about the muscles pushing blood would say yes, but is that really the case? Well, the first thing that happens when you start to build muscle is that your body lays down a transport network for the new tissue that's going to be built. Just like when a new housing development or a new mall is being built, the company, first of all, has to build a network of roads to transport in the building materials that are going to be required on site and to remove the byproducts of the construction. Likewise, when we send a signal to our body with doing resistance training that to cope with the new demand, we're going to need some new tissue to be built, the first thing it does is it lays down a network of blood vessels called capillaries. This new network will deliver oxygen and nutrients to the area and carry out waste. More oxygen being delivered means more reps before fatigue and better waste transportation means better recovery. 
Also, during strength training, our muscles contract to move our joints around, and that helps us to move the load. When we do this, the blood vessels which are embedded in the muscle itself are compressed. When they're compressed, just like when you squeeze on a hose pipe, the blood pressure inside the vessels increases. And that pressure increase drives blood back towards the heart. So we can say absolutely for certain that muscle has a function in the regulation of a healthy circulatory system. But what about the complementary lymphatic system? Because unlike the circulatory system, which has the heart to pump blood through it, the lymphatic system relies entirely on pressure gradients created by the action of skeletal muscle and valves. And to quote a doctor from the British Cancer Association, the lymphatic system is stimulated by moving your muscles and increasing your heart rate. So basically, without the heart, muscular contraction is the pump that helps lymphatic fluid to move around the body. So it follows that if you have more muscle mass and use it regularly in resistance training, you will see benefits to the lymphatic system and it will also help to keep your body fat mass lower because we know that obesity is one of the major contributors to lymphedema, which is where lymphatic fluid gets stuck and cannot drain from certain parts of the body. So what would a training plan to increase muscle mass for the benefit of your circulation look like? Well, Long-time listeners will know I can't really answer that question as well as I would like because of the whole individuality thing. But, of course, there are some overarching concepts. First of all, it's really useful to have functional muscle contractions. What does that mean? Well, these muscle contractions have to have a function for you. For example, for a triathlete, cycling is a functional contraction because it pushes an adaptation to a defined function for that organism. For a gymnast, cycling is not a functional contraction because the desired function of a gymnast does not involve cycling. So a functional muscle contraction will be one which creates an adaptation according to your desired function. If you are listening to this and your desired function is to resist entropy and improve the markers of aging such as circulation, then your functional contractions will be less specific and more general. But you still want to build functional contraction capabilities across certain patterns, ideally across all of the movement patterns which we're going to use in human environmental interaction. The first of those patterns is the core. Everything you do has to be anchored to your core. In strength and conditioning, they call it proximal to distal. Uh, and in CrossFit, I know that they call it uh, core to extremity, but it's the same thing. Everything that you do must start from the center and work its way out. And that's the same when you come to the gym and you go to exercise, right? If you go into the gym, let's say it's chest day, you don't go in and start with wrist curls. No, you go in and you start with chest and then you work your way out. So you might start with the large pec muscles first, and then you might do some assistance work for your deltoids, which are moving out to the side. And then after that, you might do your triceps. And then you might do some forearm work. 
and then you might do some direct wrist work, but you're starting from proximal, closest to the middle line, and moving to distal, furthest away from your core. So everything has to anchor to your core. Next thing is pushing. Remember, we've got pulling. We've got lunging, which is kind of like part of the gait cycle. If you think about doing a lunge, you're doing, you know, like a single leg movement where you're splitting at the hip. Um, and it's the same when you're walking. It's a single leg hip splitting movement. So lunging and gait is kind of in the same category. And then we've got squatting and bending, sometimes called hinging. It's really common for everyone to have a bias, right? You'll bias certain movements that you enjoy and totally ignore movements that you don't. So, for example, every morning at the gym, I see an older gentleman training. And I love that he's there getting after it, but every day he just does the same thing. He does some bench press, he does some biceps, walks on treadmill and then leaves. So he's only doing some pushing and some aerobic movement. He's not doing any squats, he's not bending, he's not pulling. And the pushing he's doing is restricted to a single range of motion or a single plane of movement. Uh, and that might be less reflective of real life. Like, I think it's a lot more common that you have to maybe put a load up in a cupboard uh, that might be above you, reach up uh, onto a dresser, than it is that you would push something away from in front of your chest. But both are relevant. Anyway, the point is that you should be looking at doing as many of these movement patterns as you can to build functional contraction capabilities. But we need to expose ourselves also to variety within those. If we're talking about GPP, which stands for General Physical Preparedness, then exposure to new objects will be an important factor. So I'm going to throw some jargon at you now, but if we're going to press, then yeah, you can bench press, but you can also floor press, overhead press, push press, Arnold press, spotto press, landmine press, French press, Z press, the list goes on. And ditto for squats, right? You can front squat, back squat, overhead squat, pistol squat, shrimp squat, zertra squat. All of these variants having an ability to be a stimulus to muscle adaptation and therefore circulation adaptation. Now, we said before you want to have the biggest bang for your buck in terms of strength, and you're right. So if we're doing legs, then you want to back squat as your main movement because that's what's going to build the most muscle mass. But there's nothing wrong with doing single leg squats as an accessory. So my advice this week to anyone listening would be, hey, let's do this. If you're going to the gym to do something you normally do, why don't you have a look at a variant of that? So if you normally bench press, why not go strict press? If you're back squatting, why not try some front squats or try some single arm overhead squats, deadlift day, try some rack pulls, some Romanian deadlifts. That's your challenge this week. If you do, email me and let me know what you did differently, what movement you tried, how you got on. If you have a question or just want to say hi, then email me at getfitguy at quickanddirtytips.com and you too could be featured on the show. Haven't had many emails recently, so come on, get at it. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and enemies. Get Fit Guy is a quick and dirty tips podcast. Thanks to the team at Quick and Dirty Tips, Morgan Christensen, Holly Hutchins, Davina Tomlin, Cameron Lacey, and director of podcasts, Brannon Getches. I'm your host, Kevin Don. Do you have a question for me? Leave me a voicemail at 510-353-3104. Send me an email at getfitguy at quickanddirtytips.com 
For more information about the show, visit quickanddirtytips.com or check out the show notes in your podcast app. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.